Hi, and thank you for joining us for the Compass Catholic Podcast. My name is Caitlin Kano. I'm joined by my co-host, Diana Rojas, as we meet every week to explore personal finance topics from an authentically Catholic perspective. On this podcast, we explore the spiritual, emotional, and economic aspects of money. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Caitlin. How are you today? Good, Diana. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I have my coffee with me and I'm ready mm-hmm. for a super awesome conversation. Um, yeah. Did you, you were telling me that you were working out this morning? Yeah, it was leg day and I'm still a little bit sweaty after that crazy workout. Um, we, I'm a jogger. Like I'll say I'm a runner. I'm not a runner. I'm a jogger. And I have done marathons, half marathons. Like that's just my thing. But in my thirties now, and I think with the COVID additional glass of wine or two a week, (laughs) I was noticing that things are not where they used to be. So I started doing a weightlifting program. It's been good, but I can't stop it, it takes me a while to cool down after, you know, yeah. especially leg day. It's, it's difficult, but that's good. That means that your body's working, your body's doing what it's supposed to do. And yeah, muscles are, are being built. So keep it up. That's great. I hope so. It's <laughs> funny. Cause when you said dog, my mind automatically went to, you know, my mm-hmm. mind went to, went to our dog that we just did. So I'm sure many of you listening aren't familiar with what the dog is, but mm-hmm. um, Kaylin, you want to kind of describe it a little bit better than I could, I'm sure. Well, yeah, it it was an amazing retreat. Um, It's called the Journey of Generosity, and it's through an organization called Generous Giving. Um, And we host them at Compass Catholic. We we facilitate them, make sure that they um, happen within parishes. So what it is, it's a um, evening and morning retreat, and it's with a small group, um, you know, usually like 12 or less. Uh, But it's a retreat where people can just have a conversation about generosity with no ask. At the end of it, you just go on your way and you have a conversation um, or you watch these videos and after each video, you have these amazing conversations that are rooted in scripture about generosity. And when you're done with it, you just go on your way and you let it speak to your heart. And um, my husband and I went, we did it over Zoom because that's what we are doing these days and it's fine. But it does take a few days to like marinate in the thoughts and in the beautiful videos that you watch and these amazing stories of people being, you know, insanely generous or little, uh, you know, generous in little ways, like all these beautiful ways. But the amazing thing is you can have these conversations and then you're not worried about how you're going to be solicited for donations or anything else afterwards. It's just a conversation about generosity from a biblical perspective. So I don't, what were your thoughts on it when you went through it? You know, I went into it having really not knowing what to expect because I hadn't been on one. I left and I was like, okay, how can I give? What can I give? Mm-hmm. Time, talent, treasure. Like, where can I be more generous? Like, it really, really has me even now, like still thinking about ways that can be more generous. Um, and just the stories of the videos that they showed were so beautiful. I, I cried in a couple of them because it was just so like heartfelt and like, wow, these people are, are just living their life so generously. And yeah, I just, 
the the one that struck me the most was the there was a, a female doctor who ended up giving away what was it three-fourths of her salary and she just lived off of a fourth of it like that was just I don't know and she I was like wow that's really impressive and obviously not everyone can do that right like I can't physically give away three-fourths of my salary and be able to live but that's where she's able to give and she did that like she heard God ask her and she acted I was just like wow I want to first be able to hear God ask and then I act right away and also I want to be able to give generously whatever that may look like whether it's my salary or it's something maybe a little bit smaller but still very impactful for someone else it was an amazing experience I'm really glad I can go through it with you because it gave you a chance to meet my husband who was yeah he was, little, he was enjoyed the whole conversation he was um, got to be a little chatterbug at the end it was great to see him like come around and jump in the conversation um, but it was a wonderful experience and the group really bonded even though it was over zoom um, and hopefully we can continue our conversations and yeah, and, you know, get to know each other even better. Um, so if this is something you want to bring to your parish, uh, a jog retreat, reach out to us at Compass Catholic, we can facilitate it and and get this going. Um, I enjoyed it. And really, as Catholics, we are aware that we're supposed to be generous with our time, talent and treasure. But it's rare that we can be mindful about how to structure that. And what does that mm. mean in our lives? And I was so blessed because this week I went from the journey of generosity retreat to um, participating in a fall uh, faith and money matters Bible study, which is our six week Bible study. And we're hosting one over zoom. And um, it's a great small group that, that just started. So if the small group is listening, hello, I am excited <laughs> to do this um, Bible study with you. But um, in the study, there is one gentleman, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if I have his permission, but we're having this conversation about, um, you know, again, generosity, what are we, what are we called to do? How do we structure it? And I just love what he had to say because he was saying that, you know, we're called to give time, talent, and treasure. And whatever stings the most is what the Holy Spirit is calling you to focus on, right? So um, this actually got me thinking, I mean, circling back to the, the new workout routine, right? Like when I started running and I was training for my first marathon, that stung. It hurt, mm. right? Like it was painful. I pushed through, I accomplished my goal. I was excited about it. I kept going with it, right? And eventually running became what I was comfortable in doing, mm. right? Mm. And then the impact wasn't there anymore, right? So now I have to change it up and work on what is uncomfortable for me, which is weight training and everything else. So I'm thinking, I don't know if this point is really super clear, but what we're not comfortable in is what we need to work on. So I think it's important we think about, are we you know, giving so much of our time because it's comfortable, but not focusing on talent and treasure? Or maybe it's just easy to write mm. a check and we feel like, oh, I'm being generous with my money. I don't need to work on the other two because I don't have enough time. Well, maybe the Holy Spirit's calling you to give time in that in that situation. So that's why I really like the journey of generosity retreat. And I, I really appreciated what um, that gentleman had to say in this Bible study, because it all works together. Like whatever stings a little bit is what we're called to be working on. So same thing with physical fitness, as with generosity, as with other areas of our lives, what, where there's a sting, we are called to focus, right? Yeah. So um, 
yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Full circle there. Bring it back to that. Yeah. Good job, Caitlin. I love that I example. That's so true. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that I think God obviously wants us to be happy, but I'm not sure that he wants us to always be so comfortable. Um, I think like mm -hmm. you said, comfort is a good sign of if I'm a little bit too comfortable in, in this area of my life, maybe I can, you know, go for a jog, any kind of jog you want, a spiritual one or a, an actual jog and figure out where I can grow in that area. So I agree. Comfort's not bad, but comfort's maybe a sign like, okay, I'm comfortable here. How can I be a little bit uncomfortable at least in that area? So. Yeah, for sure. So today yeah. I'm excited to have this conversation about generosity. We can, we've been kind of focusing on generosity a lot, but it's so important. So, um, you know, especially in these crazy days of COVID and people maybe being without income, I think it's really important that we still talk about generosity and we're still called to be generous, even if we don't have the reliable income we had pre COVID or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever someone's situation is. So today we're going to be talking about six ways to be creatively generous. Um, and, you know, even if the income isn't there, maybe you're called to be creative. Maybe that's part of it. Um, so, you know, even if income's reduced, we still need to think about ways that we can access our resources, you know, grow the church. And it isn't necessarily that we are still um, tithing, if that's what you were doing before. But the, the real and purpose of this is that we're thinking creatively about ways that we can be generous, no matter what our resources are. I think that's a great, great topic that we're going to talk about today. And I'm so excited. And it kind of hits home with me. Not that my income has been reduced, but I've been more aware of how small my income is. And I want to be able to give my money like that amazing doctor and the jog did. But that's not really realistic for me. Um, like I just, I need to pay for my house and for food and stuff like that. So I'm sure other people will feel the same way. Like, okay, Diane and Caitlin, I can't give my money. Like I need the little money I have for my thing. So um, I'm curious because we mentioned credit cards. So credit cards, how can, how can we be generous with our credit cards? And what does that look like if, if I can't really give my money away, but I, I do have a credit card and I know that credit cards do a lot of other things as far as accumulating points and getting rewards and stuff. So is there a way that we can use credit cards in a fashion to be generous to other people or to other organizations? Yeah, so that's a good question. And I know um, some people think that credit cards are, are all bad and you know there, there's nothing that good that comes with them. And I think personally, debt isn't good, you know, debt's mm. bad. But having a credit card, I mean, that's just operating in this modern economy where we need to have access to um, some kind of digital currency and, and whatnot. So um, having a credit card isn't bad. And there's also lots of different perks and bonuses that have that come with having a credit card. Um, so to be generous with your credit cards, you may want to consider donating um, your points or your miles, especially if they are travel related and you cannot be traveling um, wow. with COVID. So if you have extra points or you have miles, there's some nonprofits that will accept those points or miles in lieu of other donations. So um, that's something to work worth looking into. I know my credit card, um, I just go online and that's an option that I can donate my points or donate my miles to um, be generous to some organization that speaks to my heart or you know uh, an organization that's registered with the um, the credit card. But other nonprofits will have it set up on on the nonprofit end where they can accept points or miles um, in lieu of cash donations. So um, that's one way. Um, 
another way thing to consider is um, that you can um, lose those points or miles if you don't use them after a while. And even if you are planning on, if you have them all banked up and you're planning on using them in the future, they may be timing out because of lack of account activity. So even donating a little bit to a nonprofit may restart that account or restart that clock on account activity and um, help you save your points and miles for use in the future. So really it's a win-win if you can donate some of them to a nonprofit and then that restarts the clock on your points or miles and then you can use them um, for a future day. But um, yeah, it's just important that we, we look at our credit cards and, and realize all the resources we have. It's not just the cash we have on hand, it's those other perks and benefits that we've you know, gathered along the way. Those are, those are for us to be generous with. Well, I like this idea a lot, Caitlin, because those, they are exactly that. Those are perks and benefits that every time you use your credit card, you get however many points, right? So it's not, I mean, it is your money, but really it's not like, it's not something that you purchased or you bought that you're now saving. It's a reward that you got for using your credit card. So, you know, I, yeah, that's just really interesting to me. I like that idea a lot because it's almost like a gift that was given to me that now I can give to someone else. And it's not, I guess in my eyes, maybe it stings a little bit less like we were talking about because it's not coming from my wallet to someone else's hand. It's coming from my excess almost like a, a cool little gift that I got. Like, mm -hmm. thanks for using the credit card. Here's a dollar. And then, okay, well, I, I, this wasn't mine to begin with. So I can go ahead and get with someone else. So I like that one a lot. Wow. That's really interesting. I'm going to have to go on, on my, uh, credit card site and see how I can do that as well. Um, but there was something else you were talking about as well that I know happened to me the other day. Um, with within using our credit cards, I'm not sure it works on debit cards also, but you can donate the change. Do you want to? Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah. So there's a really cool new program that some credit cards are taking on, and it's called Donate the Change. And so essentially, when you, if you're looking into getting a new credit card or you're transferring your balance, whatever your situation is, you may want to consider looking into a credit card with a Donate the Change program. And what it does is it rounds up your transactions and then donates the difference to a nonprofit of your choice. Um, so because at Compass Catholic, we can't recommend any financial products, goods, or services. I'm not going to mention any by name, but look into it if that's something you're looking to do is change credit cards anyways. Um, and it, they usually just call them donate the change programs, but something to consider. Um, but something else to consider is an app called um, Roundup. There's other apps, I believe, that are similar. But this Roundup app essentially um, rounds up your transactions, I think, whether it's debit or credit transactions, and you can select the nonprofit that that difference is going to. So if your transaction is $14.26, that, you know, 74 cents can go to a nonprofit of your choice. Um, the, also, the additional benefit of that is it makes it easier to balance your accounts because you're not messing with you know, uh, you know, keeping count of your change and whatnot, that it's every transaction is going to be an even amount. Um, and it kind of just reduces the sting of every transaction um, or every donation, because you're not actually, you're doing it mindfully once and you're selecting the nonprofit mindfully once, but you're not thinking about it every single time you make a transaction, but the nonprofit gets the benefit of, of having that additional money coming into their, their organization. That sounds really cool. And that so there was the, the app called Roundup. So I'm curious. It's called on the app. Yeah, I, haven't, 
I haven't looked at the app, but you can like, is there a list you can select from? Like, I want to pick this organization or can you type in your own, your own organization that you want to donate to? Or how does that work on the app? Um, so I haven't done too much research into it besides just looking it up and, and, mm-hmm. um, and looking at their website, but they do have a list of nonprofits that are registered with them. And these are, I think they vet them and make sure that they are registered 501c3s. Um, and then they will donate the money to the nonprofit that you select from the list of ones that they have available. I like that idea because I, you know, I teach math and I love telling my kids, my kids, zeros are way easier to add. So if I have a whole bunch of zeros in my checkbook, it's going to make everything a lot easier. Oh, that's a, that's a really cool one. I hadn't heard of that. I did experience it. I went to the, I think the grocery store the other day and they asked me, do you want to round up? And I was like, do I want to what? So, but they explained it. I was like, oh yeah, sure. That's fine. So they donated it to, I guess, an an, an organization, an organization that they had picked. So that's a a cool, easy way to help also, which I think, again, back to the sting doesn't sting too much because it's probably like what the most is going to be is 99 cents. If you, if you're, if your payment is 1701, you pay 99 cents to an organization. That's not so, so bad on your wallet. Right. So that's a really cool one as well. So that's two ways that like, I'm sorry. What I like about the Roundup app is that um, you can select the nonprofit because I've been, you know, at the grocery store before and um, they say, you know, you're kind of on the spot, right? Like people behind you. I usually have kids that are in line with me and they say, do you want to donate your change to whatever organization? Whatever. I don't know who that organization is necessarily. Mm -hmm. And then also being a Catholic, I don't want to be donating to an organization that doesn't doesn't agree with me morally and ethically. So the good thing about something like the Roundup app is that you get to be in control of choosing an organization. Um, and then also when you're in those spots when you're you know, at a store and you're not quite sure if this is one that's in line with the church's teachings, the organization that they're donating um, money to, uh, it makes it easier to say no because you are mindfully choosing your generosity plan at a mm. previous date. So that's just something to think about. Um, I'm, I'm sure most of those organizations are not, uh, you know, in conflict with the church's teachings, but you just don't know. And I want to yeah. be mindful about selecting where my money's going to. Right. I agree. And if anything, you can always look them up when you get home and say, hey, that's a cool organization. Then you can decide afterwards. So, right, right. So those are two ways that credit cards can help us to be more generous and really, honestly, very creative ways. I like the the donating your reward points. That one's that one seems something that I could definitely do as well. Yeah. Um, but there has to be more ways than that. What if like, what if I've exhausted those or is there anything else that we can do besides just our credit card that can help us to be more generous with our, with our money or any other way? Yeah. So I was looking this up and I think this is the coolest thing. There's a lot of employers now that are doing donation match as an employee perk. So, um, essentially you go to your HR department and you inquire about it. And if this is a program that your employer offers, um, it's like a five minute process where you go and you initiate the donation and then whatever you donate, your employer will match. And the matches I looked up online were like a one-to-one match. So very generous. There's usually a cap. Um, The biggest cap I saw was $20,000. So you can set up your generosity plan through your employer and then double the impact of that because your employer is matching with Mm. donations. So um, that's something to think about. It's usually larger employers. So I don't know if smaller, you know, small businesses would be offering this, 
but um, look into it because why not have your donations be doubled by your employer? It's an employee employment perk for a lot of these companies and um, a lot of people just don't know about it. And I guess it's just like a five minute process. You go to your HR department, fill out the form and then your generosity is automated. And doubled. that's so cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a great, great idea. I'm not sure who came up with that, but again, going back to, I keep saying it, but this thing, like that doesn't sting that much, right? Because you're only really donating half of whatever the money is going to the organization because the company is going to give the other half. So that's really cool. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if, if this is something that a lot of people already knew about and I'm wondering how many companies, I'm sure you don't, I'm sure you don't have a number off your hand, but like how many companies are, are, are doing this. And then if they're advertising it, once they, if they know that we do this, they say to their employees, Hey, like, if anyone wants to donate, we'll give half over. I doubt that they do that, but that'd be cool to see how many companies are actually doing this with their, with their employees. That's a really, seems like an easy way to give really, right. like you said, five minutes, Hey, I want to give my money here and then fill out a form. That seems super doable. Right. Right. So my, I think I'm curious to see also how, okay. Someone like me, I'm a teacher. Don't make so much money. I don't think my, I don't think my company would do that, that program, but um, what about donating other things besides money? Because we're not just called to donate money, right? It's time, talent, treasure. So is, how can I be creative in that sense as far as donating something besides my money? Yeah, I think it's, you know, just what's going on with, with churches having reduced income. Um, some of them are having to cut services that they were just having, you know, outsourced before. So if you can donate your time in this, you know, in this crazy period of COVID, um, especially if your hours are a little bit weird or you're not working as much, maybe at this point you're being called to be generous with your time. And um, an example I can think of is at my parents' church, they had to stop landscaping services. It was too expensive and they could not afford it at this time. So um, the Knights of Columbus all got together and they meet up every Saturday and they mow the lawn and they you know, trim the hedges and they do everything else to make sure that the landscaping is getting done for the church. So um, call your parish, see what needs to be done, see what they need volunteers for. Um, we're probably not going to be meeting in small groups for a while. And I, I know that we're all still kind of getting back to a regular mass routine, but the parish still has needs and see what those needs are and see if you can have offer your time and talent to offset those needs. Um, there's gaps that need to be filled and we can be generous with our, our time. I, I think this one might be my favorite because I love being generous with my time. I just honestly, like it brings joy to my heart to be mm -hmm. able to give my time to other people. I'm using, I've shared with you, Caitlin, this monk manual and every day it asks, how can I be generous or how can I give of myself tomorrow? And oftentimes I write, I can give my time to this or that. Um, and if you need ideas for that, I'm like, we have, I'm sure we can give you plenty of ideas. My, my sister and my sister-in-law are, are having a baby and have a baby. And so moms can always use your time, right? Like mm -hmm. call a mommy friend. Hey, can I bring you dinner? Can I watch your kids for an hour so you can take a nice hot shower without being bothered? There's so many ways to give up our time. So this one, I think like no excuses. You can give your time in so many different ways. And if you're not sure where to start, just ask your family even like that's being generous with your time as well. Right. Like, Hey fam, like how can I help you guys this week? You know, I love right. that one. And yeah. I think it's just so rewarding, like personally as well. Like you get a lot when you give your time to other people. That's cool. The Knights of Columbus are doing that for that parish. That's super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad gets a good workout too. So he gets the benefit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's a win-win, right? It's a win-win. Another win-win. We've covered that yeah. theme a couple times today. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, so many parts of this are mm -hmm. win-wins. Um, yeah. So time, that was time. We talked about mm -hmm. being generous with our money. What we had talked about, and I love this in our jog, being generous with our generosity. So what does that look like? What could that, what could, what does that mean being generous with our generosity? Yeah. So with this, I think generosity in this context, um, I'm going to say, like, let's make it a mantra to be generous with our gratitude. Let's be thankful and let's be happy people, right? If we are, um, what's I'm the Bible phrase or the Bible passage is running out of my head, but I, you know, if we walk around looking like we're in a slump, we slump mm. other people, right? So if we walk yeah. around and we are grateful and we have happy hearts, we can be generous with our gratitude. So um, something I was thinking of here is just leaving thank you notes for people. Um, you know, I know my Amazon guys at my door every day these days, especially with school supplies <laughs> coming in, leave a thank you note. It's unexpected. Let's be generous with our gratitude. Um, I was also thinking, uh, I make it a point to make eye contact with people, especially cashiers or anyone else who's helping me. And um, a phrase that I've adopted saying is, I appreciate you. Now, I mm. appreciate it. I appreciate you. And you say it with eye contact. And I'm telling you, it affects people's days. Um, when someone does that to me, it, it puts a little chill down your spine. You feel seen, right? And in this day that we're, we're wearing masks, um, you know, I, I see my friends at, at school pick up and we're all in masks and sunglasses and hats because it's hot outside. It's Vegas. We're not being seen. Let them be seen with your gratitude. And that is a form of generosity. I love that. I love that phrase that you use. I appreciate you. That's so awesome. I'm going to have to steal that from you. Is that okay? Go ahead. I appreciate you stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's telling awesome you, let people be seen. It's, it's so important. Yeah. I don't do it perfectly, but it's something I try and be mindful of. And, um, you know, if you can be generous with, with your heart and with your gratitude, I'm telling you, you can make an impact in the world. And I just think that, like you said, thank you goes a long way. I think people have forgotten to say thank you. Um, you know, we tell our kids, please and thank you. But as adults, I don't think that we do that often enough or, or well enough. Um, so thank you to everyone. Like, like you said, the Amazon guy, um, the, the person getting your child out of the car at school, anyone. Hey, thank you for your time. Thank you for your for your willingness to do this this task. I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you. So Thank you definitely goes a long way. Um, and also leaving notes. I love that idea because I don't think we do that very often anymore. Everything's a text or an email. And so a note is like, well, this person took time to like find a paper, find a pen, write me a note and leave it for me. That's, that's, I think that also goes a long way. So those are all super great ideas. So, okay. Those are a lot of really good ideas, but there's the last one that we're going to talk about. I'm really excited about because it's a little bit extra creative. Um, and I don't think people may have thought of this as being generous. So if I've done all of these things and they're listening right now, so what can a listener do to be generous? Yeah. So that's a good question. And in these days where we are constantly in front of screens, we are consuming blogs, we're consuming podcasts, we are looking at websites, reading books like crazy. Um, I think I, I'm not even going to show you my desk. It's obnoxious how many books I have going on at one point. And I forget where I'm at and the books because I have like so many going on. Um, but people took time out of their lives to be creative, to come up with this material, whether it be a blog, whether it be a website, whether it be a podcast, whether it be a book, right? 
they were generous in their creativity. Mm. Take a minute, write a review, um, leave a comment, let them know that you heard them and it spoke to your heart in some way. So there's some amazing blogs out there. Um, you know, we're reading um, different walking in purpose, blessed is she, like all these great, amazing blogs. Um, there's, you know, Catholic Manship, like all these wonderful materials that people are putting out there and they're being generous with their creativity. Just write a review, leave a note, leave a comment. Something else to think about is when you write a review, it affects their algorithm. So when you leave that review, it tells Google, it tells Podbean, it tells Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, that people are seeing this and people are seeing it enough to be engaged with the material. Mm. And that's going to bump them up um, in the searchability. And then other people can benefit from their material as well, because their material will come up a little bit higher when people search whatever keywords. So be generous by writing a review, leaving a note, leaving a comment, letting the creator know that you've heard their message and you appreciate it, but also benefiting them because now their stuff is more searchable and other people can find their material. I love that. And honestly, I think every single podcast I listen to at the end, they're always like, leave a review, share it with a friend. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't until I started doing this with you that I understand like how important that is, not just for the suitability, but also like for the encouragement for the people creating. And like you said, like, you know, they take the time to do it. And it's nice not to be acknowledged, but just to be think like, hey, I see that you worked really hard on this and thank you for working hard on this. But also it just it does help us and all the podcasters, bloggers a lot to get their word out to more people. And I think that's why we do this. Like we don't do it for the glory. We do it so that people can, can learn. And so when the listeners are able to do that or the readers of the blog are able to do that, it does make a bigger impact than I think that they realize. It made a bigger impact than I realized. So that's a really cool way to be generous without, that doesn't require anything, any of your money, any like that literally you can sit on your couch and do that and, not have to really be too uncomfortable on that one. So that's a, an easy, I think an easy way to be super generous as well. I'm excited to try some of these and see where I can be more generous um, with my time, talent and treasure and my review ability of different mm -hmm. podcasts I listen to. Right. Right. And like we say at Compass Catholic, you know, we, we focus on the budgeting, we focus on the finance and everything else, but it's not about the money. It's about the change. Yeah. And I love this because like you said, times right now are very different. And so maybe we can't leave our house to go volunteer, right? Cause that's mm -hmm. not realistic right now. It's not, maybe not where you're, you're not safe enough to do that, but there's other ways to do it. Um, yeah. So this list is very helpful and I'm sure we'll put this, some of these points in the show notes as well as the different things that we mentioned, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't want people to get caught up in what I can't do cause I'm restrained by my income or by my whatever. Um, let's look at what we can do. And just, I think if we all took it a second, you know, maybe a morning of 20 minutes and just reviewed, okay, you know, I can't give my money right now, but let me look at this list and see what I can do. Where can I be generous? So different outlook, I guess, different perspective would be helpful. You want to close in prayer for the day? Yes, I will do that for us. Okay, great. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you. Thank you for this time with our listeners, this time with Caitlin that we got to spend talking about ways to be generous with all of your, your God-given gifts that you have provided with us. 
let us remember that we are stewards of all of your things, that nothing is ours, but it's all yours. So let's be more generous in how we're using your time, talent, treasure, whatever you have given us, let us be able to give that back to others and back to you. I just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to learn and to listen. And I pray that you would bless all of our listeners and just open their eyes to what you're asking of them. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please subscribe and share it with a friend? We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or ideas for future episode topics, you can email us at podcast at compasscatholic.org or you can give us a call at 407-878-7637. We are so happy to be on this journey with you.